This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's almost like we're YouTube people. I know. It's isn't it wild that like I mean, I don't know how you guys, if you learned before even clever, but like, don't you feel like we can do a lot of things because we've had to figure out how to do them on our own? Yes. When I worked for a company, I had to do everything. And I'd be like, what do you mean the editor doesn't know how to do that? I'd be like, I guess I'll just look it up. Right. It's crazy. And then I've always said, because I taught myself how to edit in high school because I was just bored and a nerd. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that you can Google anything. Anything. Like literally anything you want to learn, it's out there. I learned how to dance off of YouTube and then okay. I made a no, career. No, 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 no. get me started. No. Yeah, Don't like, even I, get me I started. I could spend years watching dance tutorials and it would not, uh, I would not end up like you. So I have spent do, years. I, feel, I have I spent years. I had some natural okay. talent to go along with that. <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, you, okay, I should start the podcast first. Maybe I'll do it later. No, I'll do it now. I'll do it at the top. <laughs> I just like w- instantly want to hang out. Um <laughs> It's like, I haven't seen a person that I haven't been working with in so long. So it's so nice to see you guys. It's very select few and (laughs) Jocelyn's one of them. Literally same. Lily and my husband and that's basically it. It's so good. Okay, here goes the intro. Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batune, and today, from the comfort of our own homes, we have my friends Jocelyn Davis and Lily Marston on their couches. Yay! Hello! Thank you for having us. Oh my God, thank you. Well, first of all, um, Jocelyn is not on a couch. You are in a dining room. I'm basically in my kitchen, if we're being real. You know, it's relatable. <laughs> I have a very small condo. So it's just like wherever I can set up, I do, you know? She always has a lot of cords and stuff too <laughs> that I feel like it wouldn't be safe to have her on the couch. Like not even no. plugged into anything, just cords scattered. 1,000%. past her. <laughs> I remember one time I was hanging out with a boyfriend and I don't know why I needed, we were maybe cooking or something and he was really into film. And then I was doing YouTube like full time and I used a USB cord as a hair tie. And I was like, I, yeah, this is fashion. Yes. (laughs) 
fashion, but make it fashion. Have you done anything crazy like that? Like that's crazy. Have you done anything that you're using something that's not supposed to be uh, fashion or an accessory and changed it into one? Or I use mean, some like a decoration for something else. <laughs> How much time do you have, Megan? <laughs> um, literally, like say, right guess for this. <laughs> I was outside working out, and this is like not so like mind blowing, and I do this pretty frequently. But my hair is pretty long, and it's pretty crazy. Like it definitely has its own life form. So I'm out working out, and I'm like, this hair is everywhere. Grab a pen, take the lid off, yes. stick it through the hair. That's what like you take the, the lid off. I take the lid off because I put the pen through my bun and you then I like close the it with the part? lid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you. Oh, I do. You lose, secure it. Yeah, I secure it. I probably do use lose like twenty five percent of my hair each time, but it works. So who cares? <laughs> you, you have a lot of it at least. I so. do. It's true. It's true. I feel like I've done the, I haven't done the, the, the cap enclosure method yet, but I have used a pen and that does definitely work. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Okay. You're really have you? I, I feel like the purpose of that would be like, oh, it's convenient. It's easy. Do you know how difficult it would be for me to put my hair up with a pen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I feel like I, hacks don't really work for me that well. So I get, and no, I nothing really comes to mind. I actually think, Lily, you've probably done some weird stuff when you've been like hanging up your furniture. Like you probably use like a shoe or something as a hammer. I feel like I oh, improvise yeah. in my in my daily life. Yes. Um, <laughs> can uh, can we talk about smoking? Yeah. The amount of times I've gotten weird looks because I've been looking for something to clean my bong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Me and, and my like, old roommate are in Target and he was like, oh, wait, let's go down the baby aisle because <gasps> I bet you we could use the bottle cleaners. So and I'm like, yeah, that's genius. So the two of us, he, it's a guy. So we're like uh, in the aisle, we're like looking at all this and there's people just walking past us being like, oh, <laughs> new parents. Oh my and God. we're just like, no. Yeah, of our baby bong. <laughs> that's so funny that like, Kid stuff is re now being repurposed into adult stuff. So like you're looking for a bottle cleaner that's going to fix your bong. But also there's like Pedialyte that's supposed mm. to be for kids, but people drink Pedialyte before for they- hangovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's so interesting. They should like market that as such. Or, I mean, if you're like me, you just buy clothes in the children's department. Like, <laughs> it's honestly so much less expensive. I think go I'm for actually, it. that is a good idea. I, you're a very small person, so I feel like that works. <laughs> but um, I've been buying at Target specifically. Uh, I think this is from Target too. But um, I'll go into the men's section Ooh. because I feel like the women's section, I'll buy extra, extra large and it's still like a crop top. And <laughs> go into the men's section, Everything's so comfy. Everything's softer. They have like plain of everything because, you know, I don't like like a whole lot of patterns. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the men's section is always where the gems are. Crucial. Whether you're in like Target or a thrift store or anywhere, men's stuff always. Absolutely. Okay. I have, usually we start with a game called Bursa First, but today I've been on the road for a long time and I've been like really needing human connection. So like. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I just want to talk. <laughs> 
It's so funny. But like, that's the stage of quarantine I'm in. So like, usually I do bursts of first and it's like a cute little uh, quick rapid fire question. But I'm like, no, like, I, especially with you guys, like I want to check in. So I wrote six questions. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm we excited. get special questions. Okay. <laughs> I wrote six questions that were like, not throwaway questions that I'd be like, I would want to really know more about them. So now I'm nervous. I'm excited. <laughs> Let's do it. This is going to get weird. I know. Like, <laughs> I hope. That, that should be the tagline to every time I start a podcast. This is gonna get weird. Us every time we do a video. Right? So good. Okay, so I don't have any, um, I don't have a cute name for it, but there are six questions. So Great. I'm gonna call it the quick six. I'll call them the quick six for now. Ooh, <gasps> yeah, you know, could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I could have done a lot worse. Okay, the first question for both of you is, what is one meal that if you had one bite of it right now, it would take you immediately to your childhood. Oh, that's easy. Lunchable. A lunchable. Oh, obviously. Okay. I'll give you that. That old gross meat and some like aged cheese, but like not in the good way. Give me all the goodness. <laughs> Maybe with some gushers on the side and I'm good. Oh, I love a gusher. Oh, gushers. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that is a quintessential 90s kid meal. Okay. <laughs> Mine would be, um, and I found out like as an adult that this was like a weird combination that other people didn't do, but I always used to eat Eggo waffles with, um, <gasps> yogurt on them. Oh. So I'd make like a little sandwich. That's that cute. And it feels like healthier. I mean, that definitely was <laughs> not why I was eating it. It's just cause I feel like that's how my mom was like, then she'll eat the fruit. Give her <laughs> that is here's amazing. some peach yogurt. <laughs> But oh um, God, yeah, I, I take a bite of that and I'm trans, transported back to age five. Do you Wait, know anybody it, else that ate that? I've, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone also being like, me too. That's but so I've had people unique. try it and they did like it. Oh, that's good. What about well, you, Megan? I want to know all the answers for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I didn't write any of these with thinking about mine, but I will join. Well, it'll be a round table. Yeah, Perfect. This is true. The, the quick six check-in. <laughs> Oh, I wish the last part rhymed. The quick six check X. That's what's happening. The quick six checks mix. Amazing. Another great sure. food. Another great food. <laughs> Yo, those like little brown rye oh, crisps. The of, best. Um, they make bags of those. What? Instead of picking them, hand picking them out of the trail mix like we all did, I'm assuming. They have a, I was them, never a trail mix fan. I did not, You're not know that. Or sorry, Chex Mix, not trail mix. Or, uh, same, that's what I meant too. But you li those are the parts you like? Yes. yes. Oh my god. And they're gosh. called Gardettos. <laughs> Lily's face. She is. I'm like, wow, I just attacked both of you. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is yesterday or two days ago, Chrissy Teigen went on a whole, you know, and we're best friends. <laughs> not in my you mind. You and Chrissy. Me yeah. and Chrissy. Uh, she went on a whole Twitter rant about how... Like, if you don't like, as you call them, Gardettos, the most out of yeah. Chex Mix, like, are you actually living at all? <gasps> it's, they're far superior to the Chex. Far. Far, far. superior. Top billing, in my mind. <laughs> On Fair. my taste bud chart, top billing. <laughs> top of the line. So good. Okay, so what's one meal that if I had a bite, wait, okay, um, I think I'm going to, maybe like hamburger helper. Ooh, like classy. we had that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought mm -hmm. you were gonna say classy, and I was like, mm, well, not too sure. <laughs> it's like more like white trash childhood. <laughs> Classic. I, I relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that I love that. Okay. What was your worst job? And I do have a follow up question. So, what was your worst job? And then, what is one helpful thing that you learned from that job? 
How much time do you have again, Megan? I've had so many weird jobs. We actually talked about this on our podcast, but I would say one of my more like demeaning jobs okay, <laughs> uh, or like something that really brought me back to reality as a human being <laughs> was when I um, got hired to wear like a mascot bunny suit with like the head and everything and walk around at a trade show for two hours. Um, and promoting what? what? <laughs> I think I was promoting like some sort of it was some healthy food product company. And Megan, mind you, I thought I had been hired to wear like a sexy bunny okay. costume. And oh, I got, it, I got was, it was like a modeling casting. Girl. Yeah. I got hired through my modeling agency. This is like 15 <laughs> years ago. And I was like, oh, they want me to be a sexy bunny. That's I've made it. And then I got there and they're like, actually, we don't want to see any of your body or your face, and you can't talk face. because it scares people when mascot costumes talk. So I was like, rad, <laughs> this is sweet. Um, and I would say that, like so many jobs in my early career, just really like, you know, made me grateful for the small things and that specifically, probably deodorant. It was hot in there. Jeez. <laughs> so the, the helpful thing that you learned from that job is that deodorant, like invest in a good deodorant. I should probably call my stockbroker right now and be like, buy, maybe, buy me some stock in deodorant. Maybe like double check what the modeling job you're going to is. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. That would be helpful. I have no shame though. I think I got paid a lot. So who cares? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> nice. And then no one sees your face. So exactly, it doesn't even matter. Exactly. I would love to do that. Okay, Lily, what about you? Worst job. Uh, I mean, I didn't have, like, I didn't have, like, a bunch of jobs. Like, I started at Clever as soon as I graduated college, so I didn't have a ton of jobs before then. But um, I worked at the counter, the burger place, while I was interning at Clever. So I did, like, three days a week there and three days a week at Clever. Mm -hmm. And it was, oh, I'm not someone that can work in food service. I get so, actually, it's not even food service. It's like retail in general. Yeah. Anytime I'm in a position where people are coming to ask me questions, <laughs> but I don't necessarily know the answer to, I can't deal. Literally shut down. Anxiety. So like, I can talk to anyone and get along with basically anyone. Someone asked me how long for their table. I don't oh fucking God. know. I don't know how long it's going to take them to eat. I don't, I don't know. And there's like, I'm sitting there and the restaurant's not that big and there's no tables open. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to get mad. What? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like it wasn't that bad, but like for me, it was traumatizing. <laughs> and I had to clean up throw up one time and that was pretty bad. But um, otherwise, I feel like that's a tie with, I worked at anthropology and it was the same kind of anxiety. It would be like, someone comes in and they're like, hi, I need to return this. I bought it five years ago. And you're like, what do I do? (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) You get out a binder and are like looking through everything because they were, oh, I don't know if that's still a policy, but they would return everything. Oh Oh, my gosh. Good to know. Now that I know I can do that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like half of my furniture is from anthropology. Okay. So what was one helpful thing that you learned from either anthropology or- To not work anywhere I need, where I need to be like put on the spot. Otherwise I will have an anxiety attack. (laughs) That's good to know. Don't put me on the spot. I work much better in like a task oriented, like Lily, go get this done and then come back. Not like a- Float around and help people. Help them with what? I don't know what to tell them. They're like, help me style this for my book. I don't know. (laughs) 
That is a lot of pressure. I know. On, on a 16 year old, I would be feeling. I, it was like 18, but yeah. Okay. I, it could have been literally now, and I still would have been just as stressed. <laughs> It's stressful not knowing things. But one thing I do like is when I don't know something or when someone who I'm talking to doesn't know something, I think the most noble thing to do is to tell the person you're talking to that you don't know. Yes. I oh. think that is so nice. But so the, many No, but people, that's another problem is that I'm like too transparent about that that I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't fucking have any idea. It, literally, even at Clever, someone would come in for a shoot and they'd be like, so like excited for the big shoot? Blah, blah. I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't, I don't even, even know, know what it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant. Okay. The third question. If you made an emergency kit for when you're having a bad day, <laughs> ooh, what three things would be inside? And oh. they don't have to be real. Like, uh, not like oh. unicorns, but like they could be like vitamin D, the sunlight. Like it could be oh. anything. What three things do you need oh, gosh. to have a better day on a bad day? Okay, mine are usually all food and beverage related. That since I can only have three, we're gonna stick to what's important: <laughs> beverages. Um, I would need coffee. I would need a large cup. Of, I drink coffee all day. I would okay. need a large cup of coffee with my Coffee Mate sugar-free powdered creamer, not spawn, but spawn me, please. Um, I would also need like for later in the day, coffee until cocktails. I would need like some sort of beverage, probably like. Let's just she say lo- she loves a good juice. I, I do love juice, but because I can only have three, I, I got to leave the juice on the table. Um, oh, I'm going to wow. say let's do a skinny, spicy margarita because we're having Ooh. a bad day and we're going to go for the hard A, the hard alcohol. Yes. Okay. And then the third thing I would need that seems pretty casual would like be maybe like a beach in Turks and Caicos. Ooh. Never been, but it seems great. <laughs> so you know that you'll need that. That's a good, okay, so yeah. I love that. Emergency kit, you have Turks and Caicos, coffee until cocktails. Yeah, coffee I know. Coffee until cocktails at Turks and Caicos. Yeah, I feel kind of bad that I didn't like mention a human being, but <laughs> hopefully no one I know besides you guys is listening right now, although they probably are. Oh, well. <laughs> Mine's just more embarrassing. Yours is like, you want to go somewhere. I'm like, um, weed, in and out. <laughs> And my bed. That sounds amazing. Sounds nice. Like that's like if I was having a bad day, that is what would make me feel better. Yeah. I love that so much. I think Frank Ocean. <laughs> Literally, it's my every single day. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. I, Frank Ocean has a song that's like um, rolling marijuana. That's a cheap vacation. And it's like, you don't need to go somewhere. You have it there. You know, I've had people be like, oh, you smoke a lot. And I'm like, I don't, or like if people are like, oh, are you addicted to smoking? I was like, I just genuinely really enjoy it. Like it's, I, I like to call it a life enhancer because Ooh. like, I mean, my tolerance is pretty high now, so it doesn't do anything crazy, but like <laughs> makes movies funnier. It makes food taste better. It makes, I, it just makes everything nicer. It's like life salt. It, like unless it, it's like, like unless you smoke yeah. too much, and then it's like okay, now everything's worse. <laughs> You're like this. This is a this is life 2.0, and I wasn't ready for this dimension. <laughs> it gets a little Russian roulette, but you know. <laughs> I love that. Okay, next question: If someone wanted to get to know you as quickly as possible, like if they, you had to show one person that doesn't know you a piece of media whether it's a book or a magazine or a TV show or a movie, an album. It's, this one's a tough one. When I wrote this question, I was like, They're gonna, we're going to need some time for this. But 
If just to understand you better, you would show them something. What would that be? Honestly, I'm so overwhelmed by the amount of video content alone that features me on YouTube. I don't even know where to start. So I feel like I'd probably just like rip the Band-Aid. And Lily and I used to do this show called Beauty Break back when we worked at Clever. And I would say the episode... (laughs) that is popping to mind right now is where we tried out these like face masks that are supposed to make you look younger, but really like we looked like serial killers. And I just feel like I was my true self in that moment and um, probably didn't seem that intelligent or put together, but here we are. You know, I don't know how well, I don't remember if I shared any personal information, but I think it would leave people intrigued to learn more. It was, it could be like an entry level situation, a gateway, you would say, you know, the gateway piece. Dip their toe in what (laughs) Jocelyn Davis is like. I don't know. I love that. Like when you can think of one specific time that you were really authentic, like being on the internet for so long, there's so many times where it's like, we are who we are, but sometimes it's like cuts through everything else. And it's like, for sure. I'm I'm looking exactly at who this person is, the kid that just grew up, you know? It's not like, sometimes well, you, you have answers and you like try to be something, you know? But when you like- thousand percent. Let it all totally, go. Totally, totally agree. And, I mean, and that's absolutely that show. We would like literally just forget we were filming and it was just us being stupid. But yes. I, it's funny because I definitely like, I never was like planning on being on air. So my whole like journey of becoming a YouTuber was like me starting so awkward and being like, am I sitting up right? Like, what do I do with my hands? Like, I don't know. So I feel like there's a good like year, like I'll go back and watch some old episodes and it's like, literally, who is that? I'm being so, just because I know I'm so in my head and being (laughs) not what I'm, it's like a version of kind of what I was like, but just kind of awkward. But then I'll watch ones from like, probably like a year before I left where it's just us like not giving a fuck about anything. (laughs) And there I would enjoy watching them so much because it felt like I was just like re-hanging out. Like it was just like watching our hangout again. Right. Which I can't even think of a specific episode now, but there's like, and they're the most random ones. It's like not like one that did really well. It's just one that like, we didn't really try (laughs) that hard. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, when you're really tired and you get delirious. Yes. It's like that the entire episode. (laughs) And I feel like if you watch that, you're like, oh, what are they like? That's that's how they're like. That is the perfect representation. That's so cool. I mean, I wonder if everyone goes through that, that goes online after, you know, never either wanting to or never have done it before. And they record their first video. I wonder what that period of time is before you feel comfortably as if you could like not give a fuck online. Because in the beginning, it's you're scared a little, like you want like everyone to like you and you want to become all funny and smart. So like, how long does it take? And like, what's in that? Because I am the same exact way. Some videos I I watch now, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. But five years ago, I'm cringing. You're like, who's that? Who is that? I think for us, we shot so many videos every single week. Every day. Every day. It was (laughs) Monday through Friday, usually at least. She was shooting news too, but even for our personality stuff, we're doing at least three shoots a week, if not five. Right. But, um, so I feel like after a while, for me, it was always less. And I think since we were in an office, it didn't necessarily feel like it was hard to equate the numbers of like, even when we would get millions of views on something, it didn't feel like, oh, a million people just watched that. Like I didn't, 
really associate it together. Mm -hmm. I think the way that I started being more comfortable is because we got so close with our camera people and like everyone we worked with that like, it was not embarrassing in real life to be doing it. And then I would almost kind of like forget, forget. that it was going to be on the internet mm-hmm. for a million people to see. Right. So then I would just kind of like, oh, whatever. And I, then I would edit some of them. So, or like have the last say. So I'm like, well, if we did anything really stupid, I'll cut it yeah, out. Exactly. Yes. When before it was like, oh my God, this needs to be perfect right off the bat. But I think as you get a little looser and more used to everything, it's kind of like, okay, well we can fix it later. Like, yeah. But there was also like this interesting added layer when you're talking about YouTube with the personality content, which was that we weren't working for ourselves, you know, so we were representing a brand. Um, so there were certain things like we would say whatever and Lily would edit it out, like she said, but there was like a certain, you know, expectation of like, you can't say that word or right. that's too far or whatever. Um And we felt super free while we were doing it, but sometimes they'd be like, that dick joke, like too much, you know? (laughs) So it was was always, whenever Megan was there was the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Megan rinks, Megan rinks. Yeah. 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 That's so (sighs) funny. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when you get to do your own thing, I mean, that's like when you become your own person, but I think it's so interesting to hear that it's like about how many times you do something to get like more familiar with it. And to, I'm kind of like broadening this from YouTube and online to like everyone's life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's yeah. like you get more comfortable the more times you do something. And what Lily was saying about the crew or uh, Jocelyn, the crew, the closer that you guys are to the crew, basically the closer you are to the people around you, the more that you can show up as your authentic self. 100%. So basically like practice and community is what it comes down to. Yeah, And like, so, but like they, the, the crew laughing at us, we always say we had this camera girl um, named, cause we usually had a bunch of guys. And as time went on, we were like, there's no girls. There's no girls that can operate a camera at all. Right. Like, get us one, please. And we had this girl, Robin, come in. And from day one, we hadn't even seen what she shot. She literally could have been filming the floor. And we were like, you know what? Um, we're going to need to have Robin back every single week because she would be like, hey, girls, you you have like a hair right yes. here. Or you have you need a powder. Or she'd just be like laughing at our jokes behind the camera. And we're like, you're listening? You think we're funny? <laughs> and like that alone, funny. them thinking we're funny and not having people being like, oh, like it's these girls testing beauty products. This is so boring. Yes. Which honestly we didn't usually have, but having the crew feel like they're in on it too made us much more comfortable. And then everyone was just willing to mess around and make a fool of themselves. Yeah. Oh, that that's so important with the people around you think. Okay. Two more questions and they kind of go oh, hand yes. in hand. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm like, yes, yes more question six. <laughs> As a kid, what did you both want to be when you grew up? Oh, my gosh. I had uh, <laughs> very different interests, okay? I either wanted to be a lawyer, which okay. I don't know why, because I didn't even know any lawyers as a child. I just felt like it was Laughing. like a good power play, and I wanted to, like, be in charge. Or... A ballerina, which I quickly realized as soon as I hit puberty was never going to happen because both of those are the most not Jocelyn (laughs) careers I've ever heard in my entire life. No, but I just like I love center stage. Lily and I both love that movie. Um, (laughs) And I grew up dancing mostly like not ballet, especially after like some traumatic experiences with ballet teachers. Like they were so aggressive, you know, mine were at least. Um, So, yeah, neither of those worked out yet. 
It could still Yet. happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Lily, yours? Um, I, when I was like really little, um, <laughs> I always, my, um, parents would always say I was going to be an architect because I was like really into building like Lincoln logs and blocks. I was like, and forts in general, actually wow. it's big into building things. But, um, I feel like that then kind of subsided a little bit. And then, um, from like middle school on, I was super into anything video related. So I like was teaching myself how to edit and film stuff and filming for our, our high school and like making my friends be and stuff. Cause I did not want to be in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like people would always be like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, all right, something with <laughs> ca- cameras and computer. I don't know. And then it, literally I'm like, I couldn't have predicted what I'm doing now because it didn't exist. So, right. um, I just knew it was always something in media, but I kind of was just like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Yes. Good. So with that, with uh ballerina, uh, video editor, um, <laughs> uh, what was the first one you said? Lawyer. 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 That's right. Lawyer. That's right. How could I forget? Order in the court, people. Order in the court. Okay. So with those that you wanted to be, with everything that you know now, on the day that we're recording, what piece of advice would you give to your younger selves that wanted to be the lawyer, the ballerina, or the video working in media person? Gosh. Only one piece of advice, but with everything that you know now. I think the main piece of advice I would give, like specifically, uh, like my tween and teen self, what would be just stop being so stressed out in general. I've never been more stressed in my life than when I was in high school about like achieving things. So that's kind of simple. Stress less. Yeah. No, not at all. That's great. Which is like, I think easier said than done. Um, absolutely. Maybe like have more fun, you know? Yes. Yes. I agree. That's like, I'm learning that now too. Like, I mean, those go hand in hand. Yeah. Stress less and have more fun. It's like when you do one, you do the other. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Just do one of them. You'll be fine. Totally. (laughs) Okay. Lily, what would you tell your younger self? What piece of advice? Probably... I feel like I stuck to a pretty, like, I didn't have any expectations of what I was going to, I never tried to set any expectations so that I wouldn't be like, well, darn, I'm not a Hollywood director, which like that saying that out loud even seemed like, I don't, do I want to be a Hollywood director? Like, does that even sound like something enjoyable? So I think if anything, I would have said, do more of what I was doing and not be embarrassed or try and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to find like, I feel like everyone expected you to have some kind of plan Mm -hmm. and that I should have just like embraced not having one and kept like learning stuff on my own. And like, I was doing YouTube stuff in high school, but I feel like everyone's kind of like, oh, your video, like, it's kind of like, if like when people would first post selfies and it's like, oh, you post a selfie. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. I feel like I was very susceptible to like friend judgment that like if someone made fun of me for doing something or wanting to make a video about something, I was like, yeah, you're right. You're stupid. And then I would just like not do it. So I feel like my advice would be like, uh, it doesn't fucking matter. Just commit and they'll like it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Who's, laughing like it afterwards. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Right. 
Oh, I love that. Okay, this sounds like a great time to take a break because we got great advice to your younger selves, but Jocelyn and Lily will give us an extra piece of advice that you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right back. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we are back. Jocelyn. Jocelyn? Wow. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Joc- Jocelyn in the... Holy shit. Yeah, I'm starting It's again. okay. Words. Talking. <laughs> Jocelyn and Lily is fun to say. It almost sounds like a clothing brand. It should be one. My gosh. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, I was going to say, if we should get our shit together, maybe it could be. <laughs> oh, wait. We if have you- merch, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you guys had to create another brand, you guys already have a few things together, but like if you had to sell something, a specific product, then it was called Jocelyn and Lily. What does that sound like to you? Not what would you want to make, but what does it sound like you sell? <laughs> Candles? I don't know. I was, like it, weirdly, I feel like it sounds like lingerie or something. Ooh, sexy <laughs> Lily. Li- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which like neither of us would be wearing. Literally wearing a sports bra in my husband's underwear every day. So. Sports bra, same. But we could do it. It's rare that I have a bra on. But <laughs> no, I'm not even wearing one right now. So I'm like, this good is, for I, you guys. I went for a walk. That's the only reason. <laughs> Before we get into our submitted question, what are you guys obsessed with right now? That's either getting you through quarantine or that you just love it regardless of the time. And you would you would be mad if you didn't know about it. Oh gosh! Oh. <laughs> Actually, so many things. There is, there are a lot of things. I think that like quarantine for me has been the most free time I've ever had, literally in my life ever. So it's been kind of fun to like discover interest. Also, Jocelyn doesn't know how to not no. do things. Yeah, like Agreed. quarantine Same. for me, I'm I mean, like, oh my god, I, what do I do? I've been on my couch for months. Jocelyn's like. Ah! Yeah, you get it, Megan, because you're always Same. on the go too, right? Yeah, it's this. I wonder what that is. What's your sign? I'm a I'm a Taurus. 
Okay, I'm but, an Aries. Um, I'm the queen I'm of Aries. I call too. it DTM, mm. like doing too much. All the time. <laughs> DTM queen right here, me and you. Um, so I'm finally catching up on shows that literally stopped airing five years ago. And one of them specifically that has been bringing me a lot of personal joy is an HBO show called Silicon Valley. That I love it. I love it. So funny. I 100% thought you were going to say Sex in the City. And I was like, I think that's been on, off for more than five years. Just, this little tiny indie TV show. <laughs> you might have heard of it, you know. It's Sex called in the Friends. City. It's called Friends. Have you guys heard of Wait, it? Um, I've actually never seen Silicon Valley. Oh, Lily. It's so good. And I think there are so many things that we relate to because of being in this business, like the tech side of being a YouTuber and like, I mean, I watched so many episodes and I'm like, yep, met that guy at New Fronts. Yep, worked with that guy in a weird meeting. Yep, met that strange person. And it's, you got to watch it. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's really over, but it's a great show. <laughs> it's really over. It's really good. I, I do also think you would like it. I was obsessed with it when it came out. It was like only a few shows that I would put in my calendar that oh, a new episode yes. came out. And it was like, it was Glee, it was Silicon Valley, and it was Dave on uh, Fox, I Haven't guess. It's Lil Dickie's show. It's so good. It's and you really start good. watching it and you're like, what is this? What is and then all of a sudden it keeps going and you're like, oh, wow like this is it's like very raunchy inappropriate but it's also some of like the smartest writing I've smartest ever writing. and uh, like, like it's a it's genius and it makes there's an episode where I cried me uh, too like, I, oh my god beautiful cinema like facing your demons like insecurities growth and like, he's actually just good yes I know and he's incredible <laughs> I'll put uh, that next on my list I think that's the guy who's like his own wiener in all of the um yeah yeah Great. Done. <laughs> put, it, put that in my I, calendar right now. <laughs> no, I feel like Chris would like it. You guys should watch okay, it. It's great. really, really funny. It was, um, yes, incredible. Okay. I watch so much TV. Okay. That, like, in general, I would say TV has been keeping me um, sane. <laughs> in quotations. <laughs> there there were all the listeners there. at home. Yeah. Um, but oh, I'm trying to think of what most recently, and I've talked about it on... Um, our podcast, like, probably way too much that I uh, got way too into the Jeffrey Epstein oh. wormhole uh, recently. And, not recently. It's been months. So I made one video that's on my channel, and now I've been putting together another one that's going to be, like, a full-on, like, hour documentary. Um, so while it's, like, draining and actually, like, some of the most disturbing things I've ever read, it's been very much keeping me occupied. <laughs> Nice. So um, I would say I've just been uh, doing a lot of research and watching a lot of YouTube videos. Isn't it? Researching is fun now that I'm not in school. I like write down like, here's a bunch of things that I want to read. And like, I look at my my uh, kitchen counter and it's like the history of design, everything you need to know about color from like a culture and anthropological perspective. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I literally like since high school even have always been all about teaching myself stuff because I feel like teachers I've just not really ever learned well from. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want to like I'll watch something. I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. So then I'll like Google a tutorial and then I'll go learn how to do that. I don't understand when people don't 
liked like that is fun for me it's <laughs> like fun. that's I feel like such a nerd because I'm like research is my shit I'm like right. you want me to find something I'll find it <laughs> I'll find it I'll find it my, my mom the other day my mom's never she's not like not supportive of YouTube <laughs> but she's also 73 so she's like what what is yeah. YouTube and she like by now like she gets it it's been like almost 10 years that I've been doing this but she uh, will always very, and I don't think she necessarily means it like this, but she's always suggesting like new career paths <laughs> for me. And I'm always like, mom, I'm not like doing bad. Like I'm not like, like destitute, like needing a plan B right now. But most recently it was that um, she told me I should uh, work for the FBI. You and should. Like, you should. I support that. My response was, I'm sorry. Um, does the FBI need videos? They might. Because what, what, what do you mean? And she's like, no, you could be like an investigator. And I was like, with all, like, no, that sounds like a lot of schooling and stuff. No, like, absolutely not. She's like, oh, it's just an idea. I love, does the FBI need Thanks, videos? Thanks, mom. I'll just go sign up for the FBI. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel like women, though, have like a bone in our, we have like another chromosome that just lets us find something that we need to find in record time if we care. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the key. Okay, so actually, me and Megan uh, Rinks have talked about this a lot, that um, if you're like mad about something yeah. or like just like heated, I will have not done anything for myself for like, for like my own channel for days. And all of a sudden something will come up that like politically or anything that I'm like, what? And suddenly I'm like, I don't need sleep. Who needs sleep? I can wake up and research all night long. I'll find the answers. Doesn't matter. But like, literally it's my own stuff. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm a little tired. I think I need a nap. <laughs> right? I feel that so hard. Speaking of people that might need naps, oh. our question. Yes, Segway Queen. Yes, come through. <laughs> we were just joking on the break about the fact that I should start doing a game. Clementine, my producer, said that you should have a game where someone gives you a word and you have to figure figure out a way to segue into the next thing. And I guess that was the game that I gave myself. <laughs> the game has begun. The game has begun. Okay, I'm going to play this okay. and we're going to dish. Hang on. It's connected to my house speaker. So I just listened to this person's voice on around my entire house. Story of my life. It's never hooked up to the right speaker. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Hey, Megan, I'm... 22. I'm about to be 23. I'm literally graduating college in the middle of this whole COVID nonsense and whatnot. I had plans pre all of this and now, you know, we're getting to the, what feels like the end. So post this, uh, my plans are not the same because, uh, you know, a lot of people lost jobs, so they're not going to be hiring at the places that I originally had spoken to. Um, I don't know, I'm just stuck and I want to know, like, what the heck I can do because I'm running low on money and hope and, like, no matter what I try doing, I'm just feeling like all of the roads lead to a brick freaking wall. So, yeah. To post-grad question mark? I have no idea. <laughs> all right, thanks. Ugh, I feel so bad for people graduating from high school, college, like missing these like big 
milestones. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I don't really have any milestones right now in my life. So like, I feel good, but I feel bad <laughs> for like the young people of the world. I feel so bad. Well, and also not to mention like graduating from college is personally when I like first got like the worst anxiety of my entire life. Really? And because it's such like a, okay, you did everything you're supposed to. Now school's done. You're in the real world. Figure it like figure it out and I feel like I was just like what do you mean what what like and I had I got and I mean I had unpaid internships for me super inspiring but But, um I I feel like the level of stress I already felt Mm -hmm. when I didn't have any of the COVID stuff I can't even imagine having that on top of it right what did you feel like because I dropped out of college after two years to do entertainment so I don't actually know what the end feels like so I don't I don't think I had that 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 immediate not drop off but you know like sharp transition I was kind of like floating into it yeah for me since I said I like I didn't really have like a oh I'm gonna become a producer. I'm going to be a director. It was just kind of like, I don't know, figure it out. And like in LA in the entertainment industry, no one will hire you unless you have experience, which where the hell am I getting experience at Arizona State? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And basically it was like a four year break from doing anything scholastic. And it was just like partying for four years. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, (laughs) what? (laughs) What do you, what do you mean? I have to get a job now. But so I think I just was like, crap, we're like, there's no one to help you once I feel like you, you get fed this kind of, okay, you go to school and you do this. And if you check all the boxes, everything's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden you get there and it's like, uh, there's no more boxes. You kind of just have to go for it. And I think not knowing exactly what direction I wanted to go was like, there were too many options. It's like when you go to Cheesecake Factory and you don't know what to order. Yes. You open the Bible, which is 500 pages. literally. And so it's like, yeah, I like knew generally what I wanted to do, but like, where do you start applying? Like, what do you apply for? So I feel like not having even that like vast pool, like, yeah, her options are more limited now, but like. Now it's options limited to stuff you have to be able to do from home mostly. I know. Which, which is, is like, I a lot of jobs now do, I feel like they have had to adjust and you can figure out how to make that happen. But also so much even than like working in an office, not having like coworkers and that camaraderie. And yeah. I don't know, like the hiring process must be so different. Yeah, what is that like? Do you think that people, or do you know of anybody if they're applying for career jobs online, like Zoom interviews? Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah, I think most people in like, (laughs) uh, I guess traditional career fields outside of like what we do, uh, typically are having interviews online. I only know that because of a handful of people I know who have gotten new jobs during this strange time period. But like kind of even to go back, I've talked with so many friends over the years about the wild transition from college to grown-up life, whatever you want to call it, um, and how unprepared students are to enter the real world, even if they've done everything right. It's a very false narrative that is sold to students that like, you've done all these things right. You've done what the world wants you to, what, you know, American culture tells you. (laughs) You got your college degree. But that absolutely... You know, and I'm glad people are talking more about mental health now. When I graduated from college, like 15 years ago or whatever, it was definitely not discussed. And I was not um, mentally prepared for what was going to come. But I think like 
the best logical, just like tangible, tactical advice I would give this person would be, first off, like everyone's going through this. You're absolutely not alone, which I think, you know, whatever it's, everybody says that, but it's just actually true. And the second thing- It is actually true. It's actually true. And the second thing I would say is like, especially coming from my background and experience, um, I took jobs like the bunny suit or being a bartender at Outback Steakhouse for like literally eight years so mm-hmm. that I could pay the bills and be able to pursue my real dreams and my real goals, which ultimately paid off. But I think um, some people are just not willing to put in the hard work. So if you are, like take a job that will pay your bills, that will allow you to live but it's not, don't feel stressed out by it. It doesn't need to be like your end game. Um, just get a job that will pay your bills that allows you freedom to pursue your passion, whatever that is. Because I think it's unrealistic and I've met a lot of people along the way who just like assume things are going to come to them and magic does happen sometimes. But you have to be willing to like do things that make you uncomfortable if you really want your your dreams to come true. I don't think... I think sometimes being uncomfortable is like the best thing possible because it means you're like working through it to get there. Um, But this time in history is like so unique. And so I would say also try to find like a community online of people in your same shoes. I'm sure they exist. I'm not a part of one of them because I graduated like two decades ago. (laughs) Because we're old. But I'm sure they exist, honestly. Well, and I think also it's kind of... I wonder if it's maybe going to be a new generation of jobs that aren't as nine to five esque because one, I can tell you when I was working in an office from nine to five, I used air quotes there too. Um, you're not working from nine to five. I get way more done in three hours at home than I ever did a full day at work in an office. Being in an office, I think you miss out not being there. You miss out on the camaraderie and like, kind of like just the like small congratulatory wins that you don't like no one's saying good job to you at home but like someone might be in an office but I think now that that isn't a thing even though a lot of offices have moved from home they've realized like who they need and who they don't and like who's really doing the work that they need to pay for so I think that finding kind of I mean I don't have no idea what field this girl is in but if you were doing anything computer related, there's so many freelance things that I think also because the one thing that COVID has enabled is forever and have a little bit more flexible schedules that if you're able to pick up a bunch of different random freelance gigs just to make money and just do your best possible job on all of them, you never know where one of those could lead afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good thing for anyone though, regardless if it's a life Uh, during COVID in college or just like don't know which road to pursue or what the dream is. I know a lot of people are like, I don't know if I found my passion or I don't know like what my purpose is. And it's like, I, I think it will show itself 
in what you love to do. So like the things that you really love to do, do them. If you like being on the computer, but don't know what to do, but you know, you have like some skill there, apply for like 10 different computer jobs, random ones. And then it'll like, just like Lily said, like it will go into a specific uh, road or you'll learn what you don't like. And then you can hone it in a little bit more. Just like when I would say as an example, like when I started working at Clever, I got hired as a campaign manager for ad, like I don't, I didn't go to school for ad campaigns. I don't know what the hell that, but it was like how to incorporate something into a, a news segment. So it was like, not rocket science. I could figure it out. <laughs> was it my passion? Absolutely not. <laughs> Made me want to cry by the end of a year. Right. But um, then one of the ad campaigns ended up being a makeup thing that led to us making Beauty Break as a branded show that was like a stupid makeup tutorial that was not a good show at all. But then once we were there and brands stopped buying into it, it was like, okay, well I have this show that I don't give two shits about makeup, but we have a show and no one really cares what we do. So like, let's have fun with it. And we were able to turn it into something that then was something that eventually then led into, I would say my passions, but like (laughs) that wasn't like, if I had just been like, Oh, stupid makeup show that I don't even want to work on. It never would have gotten there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just like going with the flow. And I think so it's like making the best of each situation yeah. and finding ways that you can make each job fit your like fit towards your passions a little more. And I think that's right. all about the choice of like mindset, which I think is actually everything. And it's so Pinterest, cheesy, whatever, but like gratitude and being grateful as like your core thing, I think will change your life and your mindset and your ability to like look for new ways of being successful because I mean, Lily and I have had a lot of really shitty things happen to us in business. Um, And, you know, you can either like choose to be like, this is the worst, which it is. Or you can be like, this is a plot twist. This is just a plot twist. Uh, COVID is like, I don't know if it's a plot twist or a new movie altogether, (laughs) but um, you know, it's like, okay, now things are just switching around and changing, but like, I'm going to have new opportunities and something cool could happen that I could have never imagined for myself when I was, when I was like out of college, I wanted to be like the next Diane Sawyer, like hard news reporter. My 22 year old self would have been like disgusted by who I've become. And I've never (laughs) been happier. Honestly, like the concept that I'm don't, that I'm wearing a tie dye t-shirt and a sports bra, like while I'm filming, I would have been like, who is this loser? You know? Oh, I love um, that though. Yeah, I used That's to. That's gross. I used to wear um, fake glasses to look smarter. Wow. I used to wear red lips and like full on lashes when I first started recording my YouTube videos because I felt like I wasn't funny enough. So like, Girl. it's crazy that we like put things on our faces. <laughs> but the, so the makeup helped? <laughs> Not be funny, but like, I guess soften the blow that I wasn't funny. <laughs> At least I look hot. <laughs> That's so oh my god, funny. that's amazing. <laughs> Did you ever do anything like that, Lily? I mean, I guess you didn't want to be on camera in the beginning, but like in the initially, did you overcompensate with something? <laughs> no. <laughs> like to a point that I watch old videos and I'm like, really? You did you kind of brushed your hair? Did you look in a mirror? 
<laughs> no, I had my mom several times being like, really, that's what you wore? And I'm like, mom, like the, uh, what people didn't get was like, I had like eight different jobs there. So it was like, I would be filming, but then I had to go like edit everything we went and filmed and then go do a million other things, go to a meeting, go travel. So, um, no, <laughs> o- opposite day. That's so good. I'm like, what would that be like? When did you stop wearing the glasses, Jocelyn? Um, So when I was in college specifically, I had this like, and high school, high school and college, I was like obsessed with being taken seriously as an intelligent person, which now I've basically built a whole brand off of the opposite. Um, And so when I was in college, I was pursuing a very like hard news career and I interned in DC and I, and I interned all over the place, but I would say like peak level was when I was interning in DC. Like I would like wear cardigans, sweater sets, a nice khaki pant. Um, I cut all my hair off really, really short because I thought I looked smarter. And um, I think I had like a big epiphany after I finished college that was like, okay, can I do this? Can I work hard for this? Absolutely. Do I want to? Do I want to cover a homicide or a car chase every day for 10 years while I work my way up to my dream job? And I was like, nah, nah. Well, and then what's the dream job? Once you get there, those jobs are so demanding. Like people that are covering, think of the people covering like the election. Do do they sleep? Like, I don't understand how they keep track of everything. No, they don't sleep. Actually, like anyone in that field at the top of the game will tell you, you do not sleep while you're in that career at all. So, um, so yeah, I had an epiphany when I was probably like 23, right out of college. And the hard thing about that, that I think a lot of people will connect with is that I had this whole narrative that I had been telling myself and everyone around me for like five years of like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is who I'm going to be. And then when I made the choice and I felt good about it, people around me were like, huh, you're going to be a bartender now Mm. while you try to become a TV host. That doesn't sound realistic. (laughs) See, it's always the judgy people around you. You need to not listen to any of them. Right. So, because no one's going to be like, I'm going to be a pop star. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, you are. No, that's that's not going to happen. So I feel like if you are passionate about something, just go for it. And Megan, don't you feel like you must, I mean, you had to have encountered people who were like naysayers or, or not. Did you just have like a really positive bubble around you when you were pursuing your dance career, like in Florida? And that you dropped out of college to do it more. Which was like inane for an Asian family. Yeah. Yeah. Basically like you need to be a nurse or a doctor. There's no other option. I was like, how about not only not an option, I'm going to pick a different one and drop out of school. Like (laughs) to be a dancer. I I think I told my dad, in a letter that I was going to leave or something like he said, he still had the letter, but he wouldn't show me it. And I'm like, what did I write in that? But yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, I, I so dramatic. Yeah, totally. I've always been living my film life, but I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if people were naysaying it to my face. Like, I don't remember a lot of people saying that I couldn't do something except for like my parents being like, well, once you finish college, then you can do this. Right. Or like they had their ways of it. Um, but I think that like my friends around me, I don't think I, you know what it is? I don't think I asked permission. Yep. I love that. You start doing it. I don't think I told anyone anything. Like I do a lot of things in secrecy and then they just come out Mm -hmm. and they just, and then I just do it. Um, so yeah, I don't think it, I don't think I gave anyone an opportunity in order to tell me no. 
See, I wish I could have been more like that. I'm someone that needs like constant validation along the way. So I'll be like, oh, uh, like here's the first five minutes. Have you seen this? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think that's so important. I mean, like there's so many different ways to get to the place that you want to be, but ooh, this will be a good outro. If we could give (laughs) three words only of advice, only three words. Okay. um, In like a little mini sentence for following your dream. Or like going to this girl's question, like finding the way or, you know, like ending up where you want to be. What are the three words that you would say? I would say always do you. Like Mm -hmm. in whatever it is you're doing, just do you and you'll be good. I I mean, I like it. It's been working for me so far. It's great. Always do you. Okay. So those are your three. Lily, your three. Just fucking start. Yes. I like that too. Because I feel like so much of the time, it's like I could finish something in a day if I just started, but I like get too in my head about, oh, it's not going to be good enough. Or what if I don't like it? But I just won't ever start and then it never gets done. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, uh, crap, I don't have an answer about it. I don't have one. I think I wanted to say something, but I think we we kind of already hit on it. So I'm going to say, um, uh, uh, I don't want to say this, but I do want to say this. Um, off time hobbies. Like Ooh. what do you do in your off time? Yes. What do you do to make yourself feel good? When, when do you feel the most alive? Like these kind of things. If you can see that, even if you're like having going through a lot or you're confused, like see what you are naturally gravitating towards on your off time of like, Oh, I really love watching movies. What do you like about movies so much? Can you work in that field? Can you work as like a movie Mm -hmm. critic or can you work on set making movies? Like I think, yeah, off, off time hobbies, which is not really a sentence, but I get it. No, but totally. I think between just having them, I think, and not Mm -hmm. focusing on work, but then also I think so many people don't realize that like, if you have a passion for something, working in film doesn't mean you need to like know how to use a camera. Yes. There are so many things you could do. Just start going towards that general direction and then who knows where it might end up. Totally. Definitely. I think that's great, great advice. You guys, I think we killed this episode. Yes! Um, Megan, so many tips. Megan, I have to say thank you for so having us tips. on because um, as you're well aware, I've been a longtime member of Toontown or the Toonies <laughs> or whatever your fandom is called. Um, and so I'm just like so happy for you and whatever you've been doing, traveling the world, I'm excited to hopefully watch if it's been filmed or something. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I can tell you were doing something, but I, it was very secretive. It is, it's it's so stupidly secretive. Like, I hate when people are like, I can't talk about it because it's a secret yeah. project. <laughs> but like, uh, it's like, that's almost like what they say in the contract. Like, you cannot say anything Literally, except for it's, it's like a special project. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. I'm really excited. I'm learning a whole lot. So we'll definitely do another follow-up pod after Please. it comes out and talk about everything we've learned from like, and we should just like times. hang out. Yes. yes. We really should. This is just us being like, let's actually do it. I'm, <laughs> I love cooking. So whenever quarantine is fully oh. over. Oh my gosh. I don't. Do like- so <laughs> I don't. I'll come eat. 
<laughs> that sounds perfect. Um, where can everybody find you guys both individually, together? Overshare was on your podcast not too long ago. Great episode, by the way, if you want to hear Megan talk about her experience with thong underwear. Um, <laughs> I still think about it. I think it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. You can Risky find- bathing suits. <laughs> you can find me if you Google Jocelyn Davis. Uh, you'll be super overwhelmed. I'm everywhere, unfortunately, slash fortunately. No. Um, yeah, pretty much all my stuff is under my name. And then Lily and I also have a YouTube channel together called Our Shared Channel. And we have a podcast called Overshare. Yay! Mm -hmm. And And then then I also have my channel, which is the Lil's channel, which now that I'm 30 feels like (laughs) really Lil's with a Z. Maybe we should have picked something else, but that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Thank you so much. This was a blast. I'm glad to talk to you in quarantine. I've like not talked to anyone. So I'm glad that you two are the first people that I'm talking to. I'm so glad we could provide you with human interaction. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) If you guys listening have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-75. 9071. You give us your age and we will give you what we can on the day we're recording. Thank you again and we'll see you in two weeks on Just a Tip. We could have talked forever so if you need to just like edit us out like from talking too much and stop. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>